Hey, so last summer I gave four different talks on the Mass at this uh, summer camp called Ignite. And they were uh, to help all of the participants at the camp to better enter into the Mass, to better understand what's going on at the Mass. And so this is uh, the second talk I gave uh, out of four. And this one is on the, the Liturgy of the Word. And the main point of this talk is to know who we are receiving uh, at the Mass. And so I break that down. And if you have not listened to the first talk I gave on the Mass uh, on the opening rites to get engaged, I suggest you go listen to that first. Um, but if you have, then here is the second talk um, on the Liturgy of the Word and the importance of knowing who we are receiving. For Christ, learning the way, living the gospel every day. We're just striving to practice dying. The greatest adventure, disciples on a mission. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yesterday we talked about the opening rites. Right? Right. And uh, we talked about getting engaged. And so that means listening, being fully engaged and present, but also giving your yes to the Lord and saying, I want you. And so it starts with calling to mind our sins and our need for reconciliation and healing and forgiveness. And we cry out to God in the Kyrie Eleison, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy. And then in this engagement process, we've got to get to know the one we're engaged to, right? And so now we're going to move on to the liturgy of the Word. And even though I'm talking in kind of like sections of the Mass, it's important to see the Mass as a whole. So we're breaking it up kind of in chunks, and it's, it's helpful to better understand. But the Mass is one whole. And so it's, it's, it's healthy to see it all as one entire thing. And... Important to also see that we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, right? And that's what we're preparing for. But we also receive him in the Word. And so in the Liturgy of the Word, okay? That's what we're talking about here. But do any of you guys know Joseph Gayetti? Or do, you, do any of you love this guy? Joseph Gayetti? Anybody? No? Okay. What if I told you that he's a man who invented toilet paper? Yeah. Now how much you love this guy. Oh yeah, he's, he's pretty sweet. Okay, what if I also told you though that he, he's a good man who had a love for people and his invention of toilet paper was considered one of the greatest of modern times and because of its, its how it prevented suffering for people and, and diseases and so he saved, he saved a lot of people's lives just through this invention. So now I'm sure, and I know for myself, the more I learned about this guy, I was like, I love this guy. Like, wow. This was in like the 1800s. And uh, it was used in, at the time, what was called the water closet. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about, I bring this up. It, it, that's just the analogy of St. Augustine talks about in one of his philosophical books that I've been starting to learn as I started my philosophy studies. He says that no one can love at all a thing of which he is wholly ignorant. 
So basically, it's a fancy way of saying you cannot love that which you do not know, right? And so until you, you started to know who this Joseph Gayetti was, you started to, to love him more. And St. Augustine goes on to say, and he says, when we love a good man whose face we never saw, we love him from the knowledge of his virtues, which virtues we know abstractly in the truth itself. Okay, so stick with me here. <laughs> but basically what he's saying is that we, we love this guy for his virtues and the good things that he did and who he was, um, but we, did not see, we do not know and see his face, right? And we, 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 do, we can't meet him because he's dead now. Um, and then Augustine goes on to say, but in the case of learning, it is for the most part the authority of others who praise and commend it that kindles our love of it. Okay, so that might sound a little confusing, but basically what he's saying is that we love often the things that the authority or people we look up to uh, encourage us to love, or they love themselves, and so we're like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out, I'll see. Um, but then he goes on to say, although nevertheless we cannot burn with any zeal at all for the study of it, unless we had already in our minds at least a slight impression of the knowledge of each kind of learning. So again, that might sound confusing, but we wouldn't start to have this burning desire to continue to learn unless there was something inside of us that was drawing uh, us toward it. Okay? And so, here's a little picture of Joseph Gayetti. That's the guy. So now you can see his face. You can even get to know him a little more because you're like, oh, okay, that's the guy. Now, I don't know entirely who this guy was or if he's a good guy. That's all I know about him so far. However, how this attaches to the Liturgy of the Word, I just want to help you understand. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is by St. Jerome. It always hits me pretty, pretty strongly, and it says, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. Okay? So if we do not know our Bibles, and that's a, it's really fitting because you guys just all got your Bibles, Matthew talked about the Bible today. Ryan was talking about the Bible yesterday. We need to know our scripture because ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. And all this applies within the Mass. And this is the thing I want you to remember is know who you are receiving. Say that with me. Know who you are receiving. Know who you are receiving. Okay, so the Liturgy of the Word is, is a, an amazing time to hear who is this Jesus guy. Right? Who is the one I'm, I'm receiving? And do I love him? And the more I have gotten to know Jesus just through really diving into scripture, listening um, during the mass, and paying attention to his work in my own life, the more I'm just falling in love with Jesus. Right? And that goes back to, like Christopher Wex talks a lot about how, like the marriage analogy, and he says you can sum up all of salvation history in the saying, God wants to marry you. And so it's all about relationship, right? Okay, so liturgy of the word and knowing who we are receiving because ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Now, one thing that's really helped me know who I'm receiving is to have a picture of Jesus. And that's the beauty of our faith is that the word, so God and, and ultimate wisdom, ultimate goodness, truth, and beauty took flesh in the person of Christ. And so the Word became flesh, and that's, that's Jesus. And so we have all these images in the Catholic faith uh, and, and statues and pictures of, of the saints and, and Jesus and Mary, 
And that has been such a helpful thing for me. And having all these physical signs of these spiritual realities, it's, it's amazing how much it helps and how much it makes the faith come alive. When you can pray with these, these tangible pictures or even like within the Mass, there's so many objects. We have the incense for smelling it. It's attuned to our senses and to our bodies. And so I really suggest you guys try and, and just, I would say a prayer and say, Lord, uh, come to me through, just, just find a picture where it really speaks to you. And last month I had a, a different picture of Jesus where like he would just come alive. And every prayer time I would tape it right on the wall where I was praying or wherever I was praying. And in all of my books, I would print out a whole bunch of them. And whenever I'd see it, like, honestly, if it was just a glance, I'm like, oh, there he is. Like, no, seriously. And then when I come to, to the Mass and receive him in the Eucharist, I could call to mind this, this picture of Christ's face. And for a while, it was, it was the one that was, it was kind of an enhanced version of the uh, Shroud of Turin. And now, just recently, it's the one of Christ the High Priest, it's an icon, actually, that I think it was six years ago. They, they write icons at, in the year of St. Therese. And uh, this was one that a friend of mine who went to St. Therese, he wrote this icon. And I was at his house, and he had it in the room there where I was just sleeping over. And I was just praying with it, and Christ was coming alive. Where I was like, he's a real person. And when I come to, to Mass and receive him, I started to get to know and, and actually have a face to recall because Christ is alive. He's not a dead person. He's not like Joseph Gaetti's dead and he, he, you can't really form a relationship with him now. But Christ truly is alive and present in the Eucharist. And so I would really encourage you guys to find a good image that really speaks to you. Okay, and so then in the scriptures, when you listen to the scriptures, try and hear what is the word that the Lord is wanting to speak to me. Okay? And then, in the, then after we do the readings in this Liturgy of the Word, the priest, or Father Steve, or Bishop, does a homily, right? And the, the purpose of a homily is to open up the scriptures to us so we better understand them and who Jesus is, because he reveals himself to us in, in this Word. And Father Steve gave an amazing homily yesterday on, on the Gospel, right? And, and gave us, helped us better understand what it is to, to keep our eyes focused on Christ. Right? Okay, so the, the priest gives a homily, helps us better understand the scriptures. And then on, on Sundays and solemnities, there's the profession of faith. And that's where we pray the creed. And this part of the Mass I find to be really, uh, it really challenges me. And especially lately, I've been reflecting on the creed and, and seeing how when I pray this, like I believe in God, the Father Almighty, it started to like really click in my mind of like, I'm, I'm saying I believe this. Like that, there's actually implications to like, if I say I believe this, then is it actually aligning to the way I live my life? Because that's the more, even more challenging question. It's like, if I say I believe this, do I live it with my life? And are my actions aligned to my beliefs? And part of really being able to profess our faith like that is to know our faith and to know Jesus. And there comes kind of this decision point. And as you guys, like you guys are already at that age. And, and I know like each day it's, it's a continu continual conversion. But to really be like, to choose like, yes, I do believe this. And then even to ask yourself, okay, well, why? And to grow in knowledge of our faith, to grow in knowledge of who Christ is. And so it's important to actually to study and to learn and to pray with the scriptures and to get to know who Christ is because the more you get to know him, the more I'm sure you will love him. And I guarantee you, the more you, you 
you learn about the scriptures, you read about the scriptures, the more you will understand why the Mass and why Christ has chosen to come to us in the form of bread. Like, it still boggles my mind, and it is the greatest mystery, but the more you come to scripture, the more you learn about all of salvation history, and you, you, you learn the Jewish roots of things, that it's like, okay, this actually makes a lot more sense than I thought. And so, really learn about who and, and get to know who you are receiving. Okay, so let's just have a little prayer and, uh, again, prepare our hearts for Mass here to receive our Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Help us to recognize your presence here among us and with us, and your presence in the Eucharist. Help us to be attentive to your word through the scriptures today, and in the homily. Help us to better understand who you are and teach us your way of love. We open ourselves up to receive you, and we want you, Lord. We pray all this in your name. Amen.